Hello, and welcome to episode 150 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. I cannot believe this is episode 150. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That is completely crazy. But anyway, happy holidays, everybody. Yay. It's now post-Thanksgiving, so I can officially say happy holidays. It is appropriate. It is appropriate. Uh, Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I did. It was nice and quiet. It was fun. Yeah. All right. But here's the biggest news from Thanksgiving. Sharla, what did you try and now like? Oh, I thought thought you were going to ask me to say some, like, gossip that was something. This is gossip to me. Okay. Um, I tried stuffing. And I liked it. Well, it's about time. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. I liked it. You liked it. I did. I don't so, know how you didn't like it in the first place. It's the greatest holiday no, food ever. I know why I didn't like it. I grew up on dressing, which is different. And I must have had some stuffing one time that was truly disgusting. And I just assumed that all stuffing tasted like that. Um, and I remember very clearly the first time I had stuffing. And we won't get into that right now. It doesn't matter. Um, but <laughs> um, my sister-in-law... Is a very good cook, and she makes um, th- she made Thanksgiving dinner. She makes everything ex- vegetarian except for the turkey, um, because she has a good friend who is vegetarian, and so she just decided to make everything like no broth, you know, broth and stuff, um, except for the turkey. So the stuffing was completely vegetarian, and it was very very good. And that's it. I I have nothing bad to say about it anymore there see you know and it's always so funny because i think foods are like that right you try something one time and it's terrible and you think it's all terrible but actually it was just that you had a bad version of whatever (laughs) yeah i mean i didn't know you know i didn't know that there was a bad version of it yeah i just thought it was all that way. oh there's a hundred percent bad version there's absolutely well i mean there's bad versions of pizza and so of course there's going to be bad versions of stuffing yeah anyway yeah yeah, absolutely. And, but to be fair, everybody likes it a little bit different, right? So that's true. What, what you didn't care for might be somebody's favorite version of the thing. Yeah, you know? that, that is true. Um, yeah. I have to make two different stuffings in my house at Thanksgiving because of preferences among my family members. <laughs> my my <laughs> stepmom used to do that at Christmas because she would make baked CD for Christmas Eve. It's an Italian family. So, you know, you have all the pasta and she loved to put peas in it. And I refused to eat peas in my pasta at the time growing up. Um, so she would have to make half and half, half, like half of a <laughs> thing of baked CD just for me. And then the half for the rest of the family. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm having, a, I've never heard of peas in baked ziti. I haven't either. No, it's disgusting. To this day, I love like it. And I, <laughs> and like I don't, peas. I like peas, but I can't picture it in baked ziti. I like peas. I am now a vegan. I eat them all the time. But to this day, <laughs> I will not eat them in baked ziti. <laughs> anyway, we hope that you guys, if you are listening, had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, um, I did manage to wait to put up my Christmas decorations until after Thanksgiving. I restrained myself admirably, I feel. <laughs> Um, and, and waited and, and they are now, but now of course it looks like Christmas threw up in my oh, house. Yeah. So <laughs> we actually, I, put, I we actually put up our tree on Wednesday before we left, but that was only because we couldn't leave it outside. We had, we got it earlier. Uh, we couldn't leave it outside for a couple of days. Um, so we, we brought it in and set it up 
Got and it. didn't do anything to it. We just left and prayed that the cats would not knock it over by the time we got home. And they mm. didn't. So we're That's good. good. I, <laughs> I actually dragged out my boxes of decorations yesterday from the garage. That's about as far as progress. Hey, I actually don't have a tree up yet because anybody who's been listening to me talk for a long time is going to gasp audibly at this. I'm not having a real tree this year. <laughs> Uh, I got a fake tree. I did. I got a fake tree. I I know. I know. And I'm I'm kind of mad at myself. Like I'm mad at myself, but at the same time, I'm kind of not because I'm all about sort of simplifying my life these days. And yeah, you know, my the picture that exists in my head of like going out and picking the Christmas tree is like from when my kid was little. My kid is 17 now, and even though he said he wanted a real tree. He didn't want it badly enough to pause his social life and come get it with us. So, you know. (laughs) I don't have a real tree so much because I like the act of going to pick it out and setting it out. Like, that's not it. It's just I like the way it smells. And I... Same. That is the only reason I still have a real tree is because, to me, I love... Like, it smells like Christmas. Right. Yeah. I agree. However, I'm also allergic to Christmas trees. And so what happens is we go, we get the Christmas tree, I decorate the tree, and I wind up completely covered in hives all over my arms because of where any tear, anywhere the branch touches me, (laughs) you know. Yeah, that's not worth it. So, and I, you know, and plus my husband hates lighting the tree, like hates lighting the tree. And then I have to listen to him whine about, anyway, artificial tree this year, we'll see how it goes, (laughs) but it's coming later this week. Yeah, I um, I don't like the tree. My husband does the lights, and he but he doesn't do the ornaments. So it's a it's a win win. So yeah, he does all the lights. I do all the ornaments. Yep. He would be just fine with a no ornament tree, just lights. So I'd be fine with that actually. But we finally, after years and years, found some lights that do both white and colored lights, and you can turn on one or the other. I so saw that. They do have some that cycle through. It has a setting that cycles through, and we refuse to do that. But um, so we'll turn them off white one day and then colored another day. Nice. So it's a win. Fun. All right. Well, that's enough about the holidays. Let's get into the Disney news. So while we've been off for a couple of weeks, uh, they had the Destination D event down at Walt Disney World. Uh, we actually had a few of our listeners who went. So that was fun because they were sort of reporting back on what was being discussed and everything. Um, and they came back with a bunch of news. So. First and foremost, the Festival of Fantasy Parade is returning to the Magic Kingdom, which I was very happy to hear because I actually really like that parade. I really like that parade, too. Yeah. Um, Other good news that I was very happy to hear is that the character cavalcades are going to be continuing, even as Disney continues to add more um, character interactions that are sort of more one-on-one. They are going to be continuing the character cavalcades, which I just think they're so much fun. Yeah. I say that having actually never seen one because I haven't been since the pandemic started. But. <laughs> they are fun. It's it's kind of like those the little like move it, shake it, celebrate it thing that would go down the street every mm-hmm. once in a while. It's basically that, but a little bit less formal. And they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I think they're great because it lets you see characters that you're not going to see otherwise. Like I'm not waiting in line to meet Anna and Elsa. I don't have a toddler, so that's not something I want to do. But now I get to see them. As mm-hmm. they're out and about. And I think it gives them an opportunity to bring out characters that you see maybe a little less often, um, you know, which is really fun. Um, you know, maybe a character that like not a whole ton of people are going to queue up, you know, and wait in line hours to see, but like would be thrilled to see them drive by. Like, hey, there's, you know, somebody from Robin Hood or whatever, you know, fill in the blank. Um, and, but from what I understood, 
and I did a little bit of research on this, is that they're also going to be continuing sort of like the character interactions, like the one, Charlotte, that you were talking about, like Pooh in the garden at Epcot. Like mm -hmm. those are also going to be continuing. Those are sort of under the umbrella of the character cavalcade. Um, and it sounds like those are going to be continuing as well. Those are the ones that I think are just really so charming. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I was happy to hear that. Um, coaster Junkies, good news. The Guardians of the Galaxy coaster is going to be opening in the summer of 2022. It's very exciting. I love a good roller coaster. Not a big Guardians fan, I admit. But I, I think Guardians is my favorite of the Marvel-type movies. So yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah. All right. Excellent. I do like the Guardians ride. Um, I forget what it's called. I'm having a brain cramp on what it's called. Mission Breakout. Yes. The Mission Breakout. Yes, thank yeah. you. At Disneyland. Um, I actually like that one. So we'll see. Um, hopefully it'll have good music. Uh, new quick service location coming to Epcot. It's called the Connections Cafe. Um, and this is going to be where the new Starbucks is located as well. So for everybody who's wondering where Starbucks is going to go at Epcot mystery solved <laughs> um the finding nemo show now this when they announced that they were ending the current finding nemo show at animal kingdom was a source of great controversy <laughs> in the disney verse um, what isn't a source of great controversy right <laughs> name the thing because i feel like i know even charlie was upset about this because this is one of her favorite shows so yeah. Um, Not one news, of it's my favorite show it is your favorite show yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um so good news it's not coming back. It is a new Finding Nemo show. The big, the big blue and beyond is what it's called. So it's an update, reimagining, I guess, if you will, of the Finding Nemo show. So that will also be returning to Animal Kingdom. So good news for Finding Nemo fans. And then Fantasmic. Um, I had missed this one, but Charlotte and Heather just pointed it out to me. Fantasmic is also going to be returning to Walt Disney World and Disneyland in 2022. If you, if you have only seen Fantasmic at Walt Disney World, I need you to wait and see it at Disneyland. You're missing out. Period. The one in, the one in Florida is terrible. It's terrible. I, I don't, there will be no argument. It's just awful. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. They, they said they were going to change it up at Walt Disney World. I wonder if they're going to make it more akin to the Disneyland show. But I don't know how they could, though, because I don't part, either. Like, part of the appeal of at Disneyland is it is such a completely unique experience because you're not separate. Like it takes place mm -hmm. in the park. It's not like in a separate place. It winds its way through that. I, I don't know how they could replicate that. Uh, take there out. Right well, now. number one, take out the Pocahontas scene. That and get, be a part make of the dragon better. Yeah. Yeah. So. Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we'll see. I do. I do love Fantasmic at Disneyland and I will see it. At, well, I mean, I shouldn't say I will not, Go out of my way to see it at Walt Disney World. But if I'm with somebody that has like never seen it at all or wants to see it, like, yeah, all right, I'll go see oh, it. With I you. refuse. I don't. The yeah. only time I go see it is if we're on a business trip and they're like, here's part of your event. And I'm like, right. 25 <laughs> yeah. minutes of my life. I, I could be back at the room working. Yeah. <laughs> Cozy yeah. in PJs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So that does it for news. So coming up next on episode 150 of the Disney Park Princess podcast, why Disney? Why do we go so often and what keeps us coming back? Also coming up, our 50th birthday merchandise giveaway. We have chosen a winner. We've done a random drawing um, and we're going to be doing that as well. So uh, stay tuned. All right. Should we just do the, should we do the, should, should we do the winner right off the top or should we make them wait? No, make them wait. 
Oh, you're so mean. <laughs> you have to listen to us babble on for a while before so you find out who okay. won. All right. Well, <laughs> Heather at DisneyParkPrincess.com. <laughs> Everybody knows that's how all giveaways work. Like, you have to sit here and listen to us, and we announce at the end. All right. Fine. I, you, know I, I can, you know I can never wait look. to give presents. <laughs> I have to like say ever. something about this because now I have a tab. I have two tabs open on my computer with the spreadsheets with the winner. So I have to keep two extra tabs open because we're waiting and that stresses me out. But that's not a problem. Time. Don't look at he that. Heather at DisneyParkPrincess.com. <laughs> like, I don't, mean... <laughs> don't blame me. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Disney and what keeps us coming back. So this podcast started essentially as a love letter to Disney. It started because we are three Disney fans. We have we are three people that have somehow figured out a way to create careers out of going to Disney and helping other people go to Disney. Like you don't do that unless you're a pretty <laughs> hardcore Disney fan. So why? How did we get this way? Who wants to start? Charlotte, well, I, wanna, I wanna say something first before I say that is Sometimes we, you know, we criticize Disney and that's, and that's okay too, because we do truly love it. And I wouldn't do this if I didn't love it. And, you know, it's like criticizing your family. We all, you know, you all criticize your family, but you also love them very, very much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, yeah, we don't like every decision that they make or we don't like everything that goes on, but we still love it. I mean, honestly, I don't know what they could do that's going to make me not go back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> truly. So, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. So, and you're right. We do get plaques sometimes. Um, you know, every time people think we're being sort of negative about Disney, we, we get emails or we get, you know, and that's okay. You know, that's fine. But yeah. we're not, you know, uh, we're not completely unbiased fans right we are fans right. we're we're passionate about it and we're critical of it because we're so passionate about it because we love it so much because we are so invested in it and right. nothing's perfect but also i love the people who don't like to listen to us quote unquote complain about disney or you know are the ones on some message board somewhere also complaining about the same yeah. things. <laughs> so oh, just no, saying. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, but the reality is we love it. And we go back over and over and over again because there are so many of the things that we love. Um, right. Sorry, Charlotte, I'm going to come back to you now that you've okay. given your sort of caveat. <laughs> like what's the, what, what, what's the why of it for you? Um, it's not really something that I can put into tangible form, I don't think. Um, mm -hmm. I love the way it makes me feel when I, the first day I walked down Main Street USA. Uh, I love the way checking into one of their resort hotels makes me feel. I love, I mean, I could go and not ride a single attraction, but I love, I love all of the attractions. There's something about being in the park, even when I'm there for work, even mm -hmm. when I have to leave the park to go back to the resort and work or something like that, there's something that makes me forget about the real world for mm -hmm. an amount of time. Um, there's some, I mean, there's nostalgia to it. Yeah. But I mean, 
I only went a little bit as a kid. It wasn't until I was an adult that I, I mean, I loved it as a kid, but it wasn't until an adult that I was truly, uh, I'll say, obsessed <laughs> with it. <laughs> um, I love the way stepping onto a cruise ship makes me feel. Mm-hmm. That, And I do a lot of other cruise lines. That reminds um, me. Remind me to tell you about a dream I had later at the end of this. I'll share it with everybody. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I have, you know, I do, I, I sell other cruise lines. I sail on other cruise lines. But there's nothing like a Disney ship that you step on and that you, that you feel when you walk into the atrium. And uh, the first time I sailed on another cruise line that wasn't Disney, I walked in and I went, oh, because it's just not, yes. the, <laughs> it's not oh. the same. Um, yeah. I didn't mean that in a bad way necessarily because there's other good cruise lines, but there's something about, there's other good destinations to go to, but there's something about it that makes me feel special. Like I'm, it's there for me and I'm the special one. And I I don't know. I just, it's something in my heart that I can't explain necessarily. Um, And there are certain things at each park that make me feel that way. Mm -hmm. There are certain parades like the main street electrical parade I can't even, I mean, it's incredible, Spectre, uh, not Spectre Magic, Festival uh, of Fantasy. I, mm-hmm. I literally cried the first time I saw that parade. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. <laughs> what about it that made me, but it's just, that's just how it is. And I like I was it. with you there, and I looked I know. at you like, are you crying? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when we were standing and everything, like, I remember. I, yeah, I was literally crying at the parade. So I don't know why. I just love it. So. All right, Heather, how about you? What's your why? Um, for me, it's kind of, uh, I don't it's, it's sort of nostalgia, but it's not quite nostalgia because I don't keep going back to Disney because I remember, you know, what this ride was like 10 years ago. I think it's more of a feeling of like home and family. It reminds me of being a child and watching all of the Disney movies and reading the Disney golden books um, and, and visiting the parks when I was really little, because I was lucky enough to be able to go when I was a young kid and my family, my grandfather loved it. Um, And we would go once, maybe twice a year, every year, because he loved doing that with us. And so it Mm -hmm. just reminds me kind of, of that happy time in your life where you're a young kid, you don't have to worry about anything. Like, you know, you and your cousins are all best friends and you're all hanging out and everybody vacations together. And it just like, you know, watching fireworks now or even seeing like a Disney movie, it'll still bring tears to my eyes because it reminds me of a family and that time of my life. Not so mm-hmm. much, not so much that I think that the Disney parks are the greatest place on earth. They are not my favorite place to vacation anymore, but I love them enough that I want to keep going back a few times a year because it just has that feeling and that, you know, and it evokes just a really special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's why I keep going back. I don't go back because I think, you know, Magic Kingdom is the greatest place that I can vacation. Like I can throw you 30 other places that I love more than the Magic Kingdom, but none of them make me feel as special as coming mm-hmm. to Walt Disney World does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, for me, you know, and um, we should say that it was Heather that came up with this topic, actually. We've been going back and forth about, you know, what did we want to do for episode 150? Um, and it was Heather that suggested this topic. And so I've been thinking about it ever since. And it's definitely the, the nostalgia. It's definitely the feeling of making it special. But the what I kept coming back to is the cast members. Everything that 
Walt Disney World and Disneyland and Disney Cruise Line, everything that it is and everything that I love so much about it comes down to the people who help create it every day. And that goes from the janitors who are, you know, helping keep the parks clean and making the little water art pictures and creating those special little moments on up to the Imagineers, you know, and the executives. No company is perfect, and I certainly have plenty of criticisms about, you know, Disney as a corporation and, and you know, some of the decisions that they make and things like that. But at the end of the day, the people are what make the magic for me. I just think they do such an incredible job of making you feel special, whether it is your favorite character waving at you from a parade float or, you know, a cast member wishing you a happy birthday or, you know, sneaking you into the fast pass line because it's a special occasion. Like, whatever it is, those tiny little Tiny little moments of interaction, I think, are what, for me, just keeps me coming back over and over. And like you guys have both said, it's not the only place I vacation. I love to travel the world. I love to travel to different places. But Disney is the one place that I just keep coming back to over and over and over again. And, you know, that's such a big part of it for me as the cast members. Yeah, because think about it. Like, I mean, I don't know about for you guys. I mean, I think I kind of know because we vacation together. But when I go to Walt Disney World or Disneyland, I don't care if I get on a ride or I see this show or I see this parade. I am perfectly happy to just sit in one spot and kind of watch everything go by. Mm -hmm. um, because for me, it's not about the rides and it's not about, you know, what I'm going to do and how busy I'm going to be. It's the atmosphere. It's what it reminds me of, how it makes it's how it makes me feel. And it mm -hmm. just makes me feel happy and warm and welcome. And, you know, it reminds me of those really happy family memories of all the times that I went with my sisters and my cousins and my grandparents, my aunts and my uncles and and all of the things that we got up to in those trips. And it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And yeah. there's just something about the atmosphere of the parks where like when you get off a ride that was like really amazing, you can sort of like look around to the people next to you and be like, oh my God, that was amazing. And even if they're not travel people that are traveling with you, chances yeah. are someone in a five foot radius who's going to be like, yeah, it totally was. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just sort of the camaraderie, you know, camaraderie sort of of it all, you know, like even on a solo trip, you can still find somebody to like look at and be like, yeah. <laughs> you know. oh, well, and the same thing, I mean, this is a lot less fun, but standing in a queue with somebody, you mm -hmm. see the same people in the queue the entire time. And maybe you saw them at the ride before you were on and you're yep. like, are you following me? And, you know, you just have a little bit of a fun time with the people around you. <laughs> it's like there's really nowhere else in the world. I don't think that you can get that same kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. I also love, like, we're obviously not the only people that feel this way. We're, you know, we have people that are listening <laughs> to this, we, people, ton, yeah. you know, tons of people go, but I love going and seeing other people celebrate their milestones just like I have in the past. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the family whose little girl is seeing the princesses for the first time or somebody who's seeing the castle for the first time. Mm -hmm. When I was there in October, I saw somebody getting engaged and then oh, also somebody best. celebrating a secret wedding, which I promised them I wouldn't tell, but I told you guys why I stumbled upon their wedding, their super secret wedding that they were not supposed to be doing in the Magic Kingdom. And all of a sudden <laughs> I was their wedding guest and we took wedding photos together. And like, I love that everybody you know if you love disney you're celebrating your milestone there whether it's your birthday or something as big as a wedding you know I, it's, just, it's yeah. if yeah it, even though you don't know people sometimes it can feel small and like a family yeah but also yeah. 
I think that there's something in the magic of Disney that creates a sense of community. And that really is why we do this podcast and why we have this blog is our community, the Disney Park Princess community and the community of Disney fans at large. Like we talk about this because you guys listen to it, but also because you share your memories with us. And like Heather just said, like I love hearing other people's stories about Disney as much as I love living them on my own. Like I'm just as happy to live vicariously through, you know, somebody else's trip. And when you guys share your stories with us and you share your memories or you share your pictures, you know, uh, you know, in our Facebook group or you send them to us or whatever, like we live for that. Um, And there is just something about being with and talking to people who get it. You know? Yeah. And there's a huge difference in talking to people who get it and talking to people who don't get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I yes. have definitely had people in my life who are like, oh, you're going to Disney again. Again. And yeah. they're the people who don't get it. And that's fine. They don't have to get it. And there's nothing I can really do to make them get it. But one of my most favorite things to do is to hear from like a client or a friend or something who dad didn't want to go or mom didn't want to go and all of a sudden they had the best time and they're a convert yeah exactly oh, there's nothing like a disney convert yeah yeah i feel like a lot of people who don't get it not all but a lot who don't get it are people who haven't been and they just have this image in their mind of what disney is and uh, like i think justin was a little it's bit like they that. tried the bad stuffing yeah, they yeah. Like, or maybe they yeah. haven't even gone. They haven't gone. They're just like, why would I go? I don't have kids or I don't, I don't like rides or wh- whatever their excuses. I feel like a lot of them haven't even been to the parks and they just have this image of, oh my gosh, $50 for a bottle of water and three hours in line. And, and they've never gotten to experience just kind of like the joy of forgetting whatever what real life is like and, and going and, and playing and, and not necessarily being a kid again, but just you don't have to stress about anything. You can just mm-hmm. go and and enjoy yourself. Um, and and it's okay if you want to hug a six foot tall mouse or you want to have ice cream for breakfast or whatever it is. It's okay. And they haven't experienced that. So when they finally do, that's like, I love seeing that. Like, okay, it's not so bad. Yeah. My favorite client in 13 years of being a travel agent, my, my favorite type of client was the one that would call and be like, all right, my kids have been begging. I'm going to do this one time. I am only doing this one time. And to me, it's like, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then before they're even back from Disney, they're contacting me and going, wait, okay, so next time I'm going to do this. And it's like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> this is so amazing. Oh my gosh. Like I have those clients too that have never been before and then we're just going to go for three days. We don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then they come back and they're like, okay, so I bought an annual pass and I'm going to do this and I'm going to uh-huh. do that. Now they go like three or four times a year. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I start, my, my poor physical therapist, I started physical therapy the other day and, you know, sort of in the, you know, chatting or whatever, he mentioned he had kids and they were six and eight. And I was like, oh, those are great ages. Have you taken them to Disney yet? And he sort of stopped dead and he looked at me and goes, I literally just booked her first trip three days ago mm-hmm. How, what made you ask that I said oh it's my job let's get started <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, you're gonna fix me I'm gonna help you We're gonna, All <laughs> good. I'm gonna walk you through it now he's already made a couple of mistakes but it's okay we're gonna roll them back we're gonna fix them um, but you know but it was so funny because literally like as I had sort of opened the box and, and now I, like all of the questions are coming out and all of the things and you know 
physical therapy is going by pretty gosh darn speedy because all I'm doing is, you know, talking about Mm -hmm. Disney while I'm doing my ridiculous um, exercises, which I hate and loathe. And if I weren't so busy talking to Disney, I'd be very busy hating him. So it's actually a good distraction, but, (laughs) but that's, that's what Disney brings is it, it opens up that sort of window, you know, to get to know other people. Yeah, and it kind of touches a part inside of you, too, that, like, maybe you've forgotten about, like, you're jaded adults, and I, you know, what I go to all-inclusive resorts, and I go to Las Vegas, if you go to Disney, whether it's because you've had your first child, or maybe you're just going with a group of friends, like, if you take the time to slow down, and you're not too busy trying to pick it apart, it touches that inner child in you, and it, re- it reminds you of, oh, gosh, do you remember when I used to see Walt Disney on TV, talking about Disneyland or I remember when I went and I saw Beauty and the Beast in the movie theaters and and like it just kind of reminds you and Mm -hmm. it's just it's heartwarming and it's a really nice feeling because like I said Disney is not my favorite vacation not even close but it's the only one that make that's heartwarming to me and makes me feel like very like you know giddy and special inside um I could go to Paris a billion and one times and I will love every second of it, but nowhere do I go in Paris that makes me feel like, you know, a young kid and warm and safe. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. So that's it. That's our why. That's why we go back over and over and over again. And probably why you do too, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, it's, it's one of the ways that you help keep the magic alive at home, you know, is you listen to podcasts and you belong to Facebook groups or you follow Disney creators on TikTok or Instagram or, you know, you name it. Um, and it you all, as, you get a job, as you, a travel you create agency. a career, <laughs> <laughs> you create a career out of talking about Disney <laughs> and helping people plan trips. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I wouldn't have it any other way personally. Yep. Disney will always be part of my life, no matter what I do, no matter what I go on, you know, and how life changes. It's it's a constant. And I think that's partly why we have such a hard time when they change something that is, you know, close to our hearts. Is that for a lot of people, it's Disney is this, you know, this thing that they can sort of count on and depend on and they know when they go there, how it's going to make them feel. And then they announce that they're turning Maelstrom into Frozen. <laughs> like somebody ripped a little part of your childhood away from you. You know, by the way, for those of you that entered the giveaway, that was the answer to the question. <laughs> it is unacceptable, by the way, how many of you got that wrong. You need to Not listen any. more. Most, most of them got it right. Unacceptable. <laughs> I think one of the answers was literally like Frozen Ever After, the Maelstrom killer. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, it is. well, here's one that says, because you made me leave it open, Frozen ever, ever after because she's a hater. I'm not a hater. I just know what's good and appropriate. Come at me. Go ahead. I have I have a comeback for all of you. <laughs> but so that is why people react so strongly when when Disney changes something. It's because of the nostalgia and the sentimentality sort of and the emotion attached to it. Well, you know? that's why I'm not happy about Finding Nemo the musical because yeah. I have such emotion to that show. Mm-hmm. That if they, what if they change it and they take that away? Yeah, I'm still I mean, not over eliminations. <laughs> right. And what, you know, like they could, there is a scenario that they could make it better. And that I'm open to that. But I mean, come on. We've all seen. Um, we saw what they did to Maelstrom. We've all seen Happily Ever After instead of 
wishes or, or whatever. <laughs> you liked happily ever after. I did. I was standing right next to you while you cried. <laughs> I did, but it's, it's not, not wishes. wishes. It's, it's not, not wishes. wishes. I understand. I understand. Yeah. We have Still all seen the new Soren that is not the same. So, you know. Well, maybe yeah. if they figured out how to get the Eiffel Tower to stand up straight, maybe it would be as good, but it's just true. not. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, that does it for episode 150. No, 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 no. You need to tell us about your dream. And we have oh, and I need to announce the winner, the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, my dream. She's so just Char kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so Charlotte, last night, and this is funny because I don't typically dream. I'm not a person who, who dreams or has vivid dreams or remembers the dreams. But Charlotte, I had the most vivid dream about you last night. I dreamt that you and I were booked on a cruise that I had completely forgotten about or that both of us had like basically completely forgotten about. And you called me one night was like, oh, my God, we're supposed to be getting on the magic in New York City tomorrow. <laughs> like we are booked. It is like we are going. And I was like scrambling around and like trying to find my clothes and like trying to figure like trying to pack and like trying to figure out how I was going to get to Manhattan. Like, it, you know, it was like some, you know, it was like, you know, some sort of like action adventure movie like in my head trying to get to the Manhattan cruise terminal to meet now, you to go on our annual cruise. That wasn't a dream. We're going tomorrow. We're going? Okay. All right. I'm going to piggyback on your dream and say that I, I always have very vivid dreams and I remember my dreams every day. And one of my dreams last night is that I was on a boat that was sinking. So be happy you're not getting on your cruise ship tomorrow. It's very dangerous. I wonder if that there. means something that we both had like cruise or like ship. I, know. I had two like drowning dreams last night. So oh, I don't know ooh. what's going on. Somebody tell me what that means. Yeah, does anybody means, interpret dreams? Anybody? Yeah. It means that we're way overdue for a cruise is what it means. Way Not me. Overdue. I just got back. I know. Yeah, that's true. I didn't. And I didn't. I'm way overdue for a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Don't All right, worry. So, Next year we'll make up for that. Oh, the, for sure. Yes. Uh, the giveaway. So, Charlotte, why don't you announce who the winner of our giveaway is? Okay, so we did the random drawing as as usual, and the winner of our giveaway is Bonnie Covell, or Covell, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, from California. Yay, Yay! Bonnie! Uh, for those of you who wonder, how do we do this random drawing? We take your entries, we throw them in a spreadsheet, the spreadsheet assigns them a number, Charlotte uses a random number generator website, and that's Random.org. It it's real yep. scientific. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's how it happens. So congratulations, Bonnie. Uh, one of us will be in contact with you to make arrangements to ship. And Sharla, tell them what they've won. Oh, they've won a whole bunch of 50th uh, anniversary merchandise from well, the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. Yes, it was yep. the, what was it, Heather? It's the reusable bag and the... A water bottle? Water bottle. Water bottle and a pin. That's right. Excellent. All right. So congratulations, Bonnie. Uh, and coming up next in our Patreon Extra, we are going to be doing the drawing for the exclusive Patreon giveaway as well. So if you're a Patreon supporter, stay tuned. If you're not a Patreon supporter, how come? Don't you love us? You go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess and support us at the $5, 10 or $15 a month level or really any level. Um, and you get special perks uh, that vary by tier. So don't forget to visit DisneyParkPrincess.com. We have a new blog post this week. Charlotte did a blog post while we were away. So we've got a bunch of new content over on the blog. Follow us on Instagram. Join us on our Facebook group. And you know, let us know, what is your why? Why do you keep going back to Disney over and over and over again? We want to hear from you. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.